welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome back to War Live Broadcast. I want to continue on the subject of being high-minded. Now, we have to be very careful not to let our jobs or our status in this world's eyes be of so significant to us that we get lost in it and we think that we are being um, lifted up and that we're in a high position in this world and that's where our status is at and we are satisfied in that. And I know from... uh, from experience that uh, we were electrical contractors for years and and we got uh, a lot of business and we made quite a bit of money but and uh, but it was taking away so much of my time away from the lord i'm going i've got to get rid of this i had to get rid of it and then i thought it was uh, a good thing for me to do we were giving tithes and a lot of offerings and things into the body of christ but you know i started seeking the lord and been finding out what he wanted us to do. And then when I did, then he's going, I want you to go into full-time ministry. He'd been dealing with us for a little while. And after we did that, then we found out that that's where our happiness was. We weren't making as much money, but money was not what was bringing us happiness. Being a contractor didn't bring us happiness. But you know, following God's will is what makes you happy. It is what satisfies you. The anointing increases when you follow after God and every step that you take, he increases you and he will test you, but he will also increase you each and every step that you take with him. But you know, the number one thing that we have to understand in life is who we are in Christ. Let's look at 1 Peter 2, 9 through 10 in the New King James Version. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, who once were not a people, but now are the people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. He's saying that we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, And we are the people of God. That's what makes us special. That's what makes you happy. That's what makes your life complete is being complete in Christ Jesus. And the number one thing that we need to be desiring is to be more like Christ. To reach the maturity of the full stature of Christ as we read yesterday or the day before in Ephesians chapter 4. That we are, our number one goal is to obtain the completeness or the maturity of the full stature of Christ, to be more like Him each and every day. That's what makes you happy. That's what makes your life complete. When you, Because all the money in this world will not satisfy you, which there's nothing wrong with having money, but that should not be our God. That's not what I'm saying. You're not saying you shouldn't have money, but I'm saying that you should not let it be your God. I'm saying that you have to have one focus and one focus only. 
That is to be more like Christ and to be more like him, to want to be more intimately and deeply acquainted with him, to know him more intimately and deeply each and every day, to say, Lord, what can I do for you today? That's what's going to make me happy. How can I please you today? What can I do to help somebody else today? I want to be a child of God. Now, this is what Jesus did. He had, um, when he went out, people needed healing. They needed deliverance, whatever it was. He taught them the word. But, you know, each and every day that he went out, the anointing was there to set people free. It was there to help people. That was what his whole purpose in life was. He didn't walk in... um, and being high-minded, and that's what the Pharisees and the Sadducees did. They were high-minded. They went around saying, well, look at us, and look at all the fine robes we've got. And that's what Jesus told them. He said, you're just a brood of vipers, and you want to seek all the high places that then, uh, where you sit down and everything and be exalted and let people look at you and how big you are. But he said, but if you knew my father, then you'd know me. But you know what happened was? He said that... The kingdom of God has come to them, but they refused it. And the kingdom of God has come to us, and we have to understand that the kingdom of God is what we need to be seeking after. Amen. And we have to understand that we're children of God. That's the thing that makes us special as being a child. The number one thing that makes you special in this world is being a child of God and being Christ-like and walking in love towards other people. Galatians chapter 3, verse 26 through 29. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. He said it doesn't matter who you are. Slave or free, male or female, doesn't matter who you are, Jew or Greek. He's saying uh, if you're a Jew or a Gentile, it doesn't matter who you are. You're a child of God if you've accepted Jesus Christ into your heart. You are a child. You're his child. And that's what makes you special. And if you're a child, then Christ's likeness is on the inside of you. And that... It's what makes you such a special person is having Jesus Christ as your Savior and the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. That should be our number one goal and our number one focus is the kingdom of God, pleasing Jesus, doing what he's called us to do, and living our life for him. Amen. Now let's look at Romans chapter 8 verses 1 through 8. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law, the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh. On account of sin, he condemned sin in the flesh that the righteous requirements of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, 
but to be spiritually minded is life and peace, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. He's saying if we're in the flesh and we just want to uh, fulfill the desires of the flesh and do everything in the flesh and do everything in the world that we can do and live for the things of this world, then we are not going to have peace with God because it doesn't please him. He said live according to the spirit and live your life out of your spirit. Speak from your spirit. Live from your spirit. Listen to the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. Be led because it says those that are led by the Spirit of God, these are called the sons of God. And when you're led by the Holy Ghost and you do what he tells you to do and you won't be fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, but you'll be pleasing God because you'll be walking in the spirit. And to walk in the spirit is to walk in love. Your desire is to walk in totally with God and to please him in every area that you can. That doesn't mean you don't have a job or can't go out here on a job, but it doesn't mean that you do everything you can do to make other people look bad either so that you can get lifted up and, and advance yourself in that job. You let Jesus do it for you and say, you know, I'm not going to walk like the rest of the world and I'm not going to treat people wrong just so I can exalt myself, but I'm going to go out here and I'm going to walk according to the spirit of God I'm going to be led by him and what I do and do a good job. But I'm not going to make other people look bad to make myself look good. I'm going to go out here and I'm going to be like Christ. And I'm going to try to help other people advance instead of just myself. Amen. Now let's look at uh, Philippians chapter 2, 1 through 4 again. Therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself, that each of you look not out only for his own interest, but also for the interests of others. What he's saying here is, you're not going to go out here and just try to make everything happen for yourself, but you're going to try to help other people along the way. Now, this is what I have done before and um, jobs I work for. I mean, I've prayed for other people to have better than one I've had. I say, Lord, I pray that they have a better vehicle than one I've got to drive. And I watch God do it for them. And I'm going, and I'm not jealous of it. But you know, when you do that and you esteem other people, higher than yourself, then God looks at that as love and he exalts you and he says they're not after just for themselves, but they're after to help other people. And it gives him glory. Ain't that right? And what we have to do is this. Now let's look at Psalm eighteen thirty-three. He maketh my feet hind's feet and setteth me upon my high places. Now what he's saying here, if you'll walk in the spirit instead of in the flesh, You'll walk above all these other circumstances in this life and you'll walk in the spirit and you'll walk according to the things of the spirit and you'll be free from the things of this earth, free from the dregs of sin, free from all the things that will hold you back because the blessings of God will overtake you when you are Christ-like and you walk as he walked in this life. Hello everyone, this is Sherry Blevins. 
Today, we would like to encourage you to become a monthly partner with our ministry. We are believing for at least 10,000 new believers to come into the kingdom of God through this ministry. One way to accomplish this is by being on more radio stations. We are asking for your help by becoming a monthly partner or by giving a one-time gift. The only thing we can take to heaven with us is a harvest of souls. By becoming a partner with us, you will have the same reward we will receive from our Heavenly Father for each soul that is born again through this ministry. We trust that you will receive a harvest on your giving. We also believe that when we get to heaven, you will receive the same reward we will get from our Heavenly Father for your support of this ministry. We thank you in advance for your giving. Each new partner will receive a special gift from us by mail. We are praying for you, we appreciate and love you, and we know that God will richly bless you for your obedience. If you would like to receive a CD or MP3 version of this week's message or other messages, please give a donation of $8 for a CD or $5 for an MP3. Instructions on how to give and receive are located under the Giving tab of our website, which is located at wacba.org. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you would like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013.